All right, we're back with more jolly good fun and shit thrown in there. What's up? We got Steve and we got Rob tonight. What is up, gentlemen? Good evening. How's hey. it going? Going good. It's going good. So I think we got a bunch of shit to talk about tonight. I guess I'll be the one swearing tonight, Steve. <laughs> Just one of those moods. Work beat the crap out of me, so I'm kind of in one of those moods. Um, yeah, so there's a bunch of stuff that's happened since last time we did this show. And there was an earthquake in Italy. What today? No. Uh, <laughs> within the past week. Oh, since last time. Okay. <laughs> so we're gonna. So we're gonna do this show a little different. We have not had a. Oh, God, Rob's going to laugh when I say this. We haven't had a three-way before. I call but, it tri- uh, We call it triple threat around here. Triple threat, okay. What if- <laughs> yes. The triple threat match. Is this a cage match? Um, no. Not tonight, no. Not tonight, okay, not tonight. So we're going to be talking about the Great Reset, a lot of the banking bullshit that's going on, uh, crazy political stuff going on all over the world that isn't getting any media a lot of stuff at home talking about this gun control stuff brandon's insinuation of ice cream and something a little bit closer to home i want to start with but steve uh last time we talked you were doing the running for the niles library yep that's correct yeah and how did it go Oh, well, can't say I didn't try. So, uh, didn't win, did not win. Um, I've had almost 1,200 votes. So I did fairly well for um, this election cycle. We did better than the the village trustee candidates. So... um, so the, the library was a hot topic this year. So but, did the Dem- Democrats sweep Niles? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. absolutely. I mean, they had um, all the senators. They had state reps. They had the the workers' unions. Oh, boy. Uh, everybody but good old Joe himself. Oh, I'm, I'm not was, kidding. They had Jesse White like involved with some of this stuff. Jeez, really? Yeah. They changed state law in Illinois so that Jesse White could appoint a trustee to our board at the Niles Library because it was a 3-3 split and nobody wanted to budge. <laughs> Gotta love politics. Oh, my God. And then they didn't uh, write it the, like correctly the first time, so it became law, but it wasn't written like the right way. It was like worded wrong. So somebody challenged it, and <laughs> it, it, it ended up not going in effect. And the senator had to go back in and uh, put put up a, a revised draft for it to go through. Uh, what the House and the Senate. Really? Jeez. See, Rob, you got something to look forward to when you're running in Elgin. 
<laughs> Just make sure you talk to a lot of people. If you can go, you can go house to house, door to door, do that. I try to tell them all the time. I was like, you gotta, you gotta run in, like, uh, run for office. You could change things. But I think we used to joke back in the day. We have to give out, uh, what, pizza puffs and cheap beer, right, Rob? Well, ambition is like half the thing. If you're able, if you think that you could win, then um, that's great. You need to have that drive to do it, and then <laughs> um, you have to have that risk also that you might not get shit out of it. That's so, true. well, Rob actually, so he's been wanting to come on the show, but he's actually actually opened up the business in Algonquin. So, hey, Rob, so tell us about the business. even there i don't hear him i don't either it says he's connected though what do we got well we'll go back to him if he's getting technical difficulties here yeah <clears throat> so i was in springfield two weeks ago <laughs> and um I was driving outside the Capitol. I had a window down. It was so nice out. I was yelling at the uh, people out there. I said, any of you guys that work in that building, I said, you guys need to, uh, someone's got to lower the taxes. You guys are fucking killing us or whatever. My wife's hitting me. She goes, like, shut up. And I go, hey, what are you, follow me home? They know who I am. <laughs> That's how you do it. I know. It's what I did. I didn't anticipate. I have to be driving by to go to Lincoln's house and just, you know. Today it's shouting out the window, and uh, tomorrow it's wearing a, uh, a beaver cap hat, right? And face paint. <laughs> did, that, did that fall flat on you guys? Talking about uh, Revolution 2. Revolution Part 2. <clears throat> Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Who's here? I don't think all three of us are here. Roger, Roger. Hello. Yeah, I can hear you. Jeremy? Uh oh, I think we lost him. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh. Hey, he just messes me. He says he's there, but I don't know. I don't hear him. <laughs> he's a liar. They got uh, him. They nuked him. Hey, he was talking all that trash about, you know, driving past the place and going to lower taxes. That's what you get. <laughs> and then I go make a January 6th joke, and then he's disconnected. Okay. <laughs> oh, that hasn't happened before. Whoa! Oh, there he is. Okay. You see what's wow. happening here? Wow. You see so, what's going on here? Were you able to hear the whole time? Yeah, I heard you guys the entire time. <laughs> well, like, you know, I, I really don't give a shit about um, being censored, but, like, 
you know, these people need to learn from us. So, I mean, I guess they could listen. I, mean... <laughs> I guess, but it's, but it's interesting. We haven't even really got going on any topics yet. And oh, yeah, we they're didn't... already shutting everyone down. Are you surprised? Hell no. Just, not in... just, just wait till July. Just wait. Wait until July. <laughs> well, I was going to get to these points, but the, they're already starting to censor us like some type of, you know, Stalinistic shit. Well, you know, just remember, Executive Order 14067 went into effect, so. <clears throat> and and what is this in detail, for those who uh, don't that's, know? That's the one where uh, uh, our glorious leader has decided that uh, the American dollar cannot become cryptocurrency. Oh, so, yeah, oh are you talking about the CBDC? So. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, honestly, the the... It's not so much the problem with with doing all this. It's not just the whole, first we have to take all your money. The system is going to go down for like a weekend and then it's going to come back up and the the paper money is going to be useless. That's not the problem. The problem is when they start doing stuff to you like, hey, you want to use the ATM? (laughs) It's not going to be, you know, good for anything anymore. Uh, And on top of that, uh, what was the other big one? Um, how that once your money pretty much goes into Fed now, uh, so like if you're buying something online, it goes from you to Fed now. Oh, <laughs> in the yeah. Wow, look at that. That's so. I've been thinking about the way that all this will go down with the economy since we're yeah. talking about this. So we and keep Rob, getting censored. If Rob ever uh, comes back, I hope he's still listening. He's still connected. That's the same he's, way with you. You were still connected, but we couldn't hear you. And I didn't even go me. anywhere. Oh, I can hear yeah. you now, Rob. Now okay. we hear you. There we go. So the, the, the <laughs> thing that, um, you know, we already know, what, what do we know about Fed now? We know that it's going to happen in July. We know they're already planning for it to be on a Friday. They, you can see... Uh, there's, I believe it's on YouTube. There is footage of them in the fricking in Congress talking about it. Um, they haven't obviously picked a date yet, or if they have, they haven't disclosed it to the general public, but we do know it's going to be in, in July and it's going to be a Friday. Um, and we know that it's going to be just like how it's gone on all over in other parts of the world. Like what happened in uh, Nigeria and Kenya, where all of a sudden their money was gone. People were lining up to go to every bank that they could find and try to use their ATM card to pull cash. Oh, but the ATMs aren't working. So there were riots and looting and, and destruction and people being killed. And if you don't think yeah. it's going to happen here, hey, everybody, you remember that time a couple of years ago when we were fighting everybody for toilet paper? That was for toilet paper. Just wait until you can't pull cash out of the bank. And it just keeps going on and on from there. Uh, you know, once, once that happens, um, you know, you're going to have to kind of wonder, you know, I mean, cause at that point they can literally access your everything between that, the restrict act that's coming through, um, you know, and it's no coincidence how you've got a bank like, uh, they're one of, uh, one of the big ones. Oh, uh, bank you, America. yeah. You went out there for a second. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah. Um, you know, Bank of America, you know, everyone, they're all talking about the whole January 6th insurrection. 
The big news in January isn't January 6th, the supposed insurrection. The big news for January is on January 10th of this year, Bank of America filed for a patent. For what kind of patent, you may ask? Well, I'll tell you. For a biotechnology patent. They're already oh. doing it in Sweden. And, and where pretty much you go in, they have what are called chipping parties where you go in and they pinch the fat on your the palm of your hand and they inject a little chip into you. That's going to be how you pay. And we already know that in China, school children have to use this as well as facial, facial recognition software to buy food in the school cafeteria. And see, now, I will not participate in that. And, okay, um, well... Well, here's here's where it gets problematic because you're like me, and I don't want to do that nonsense either. The problem is if you don't have the chip, or let's say you decide, you know what, you break down your unit, you know, screw it. Let me let me get chip just so I can, you know, take care of my 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 family, whatever. Well, let's say you post on social media something anti-government or something anti-whatever that somebody somewhere doesn't like, and they complain about it. Now you'll have a social credit score like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> like China. Did they not want you to say the word China? Because that's where you uh, caught out. Yeah, you know, I just I had this conversation with my wife the other day, and I told her, so, you know, social credit score. She's looking at me like speaking a foreign language. Said, Look it up. I says they're doing it over there right now. I heard about the central bank digital currency uh, two years ago. Yeah. Then I got into well, I mean, I got into crypto well before that but uh i started doing serious trading with it back in 2021 and that was the whole thing back then but the big question can you hear me yes so the big question back then was um how will uh crypto and bitcoin in particular maintain a value period if the dollar becomes unstable and collapses can can you guys hear me can hear you yeah yeah okay well i can tell you exactly what's going to happen so you know how you have uh, these other companies like paypal cash app venmo yeah they are going to be pretty much regulated out of existence so and people that have purchased bitcoin it's going to end up pretty much being absorbed and regulated out by fed now yeah so if you've got all this but, money uh, tucked away in bitcoin because it's seen as competition if you have bitcoin any other kind of cryptocurrency the government doesn't want you to have that they want you to have fed now they want you to have their stuff so it's going to be regulated against and let's uh find- yeah, Steve. I know, hold on, Rob. So, Steve, I know you run crypto. What is it you hear on your side pertaining to any of this? Well, um, the the SEC has been trying to sue Ripple, uh, aka XRP, um, for years now, and. XRP is rumored to be what the CBDC is going to be built off of. And um, I don't know if that court case is ending soon. 
But they're always saying that. They've been saying that for the past two years. Oh, it's, it's right around the corner. Yeah, it's not happening anytime soon. I don't know when. The coin was supposed to go. The, the whole market was supposed to be at a different spot than it is now. And I think it's because um, people in the banking industry got involved in crypto and tried to tank it last year. Right around this time, too. Everything just started um, depreciating. It was like one of the biggest crashes they had since, um, I want to say, 2018. Okay. But what were you asking me? What do, what do I see? I mean, that's all. I, I'm seeing the CBDC thing play out mm-hmm. just like it was said to be uh, happening. There was no timeline on it, just that it would happen. Um, I don't have any plans on converting my crypto back into another fiat. The whole point of having the crypto is to not use fiat. So um, I will go wherever uh, people want to take my uh, crypto. And that's going to be that. And people are, businesses are going to be more than open to accepting that form of payment. And um, I think you can do that right now, can't you? I mean, I've heard of people buying cars with Bitcoin. I think, yeah, if they take it, yeah. If the business has a wallet, mm-hmm. you can do the transaction that way. Perfect. That's I what it was built that. to do. These coins were never meant to be on an exchange where you pay fucking 20% fee for every transaction. You, you load in stuff, you pay a fee, you load stuff out, you pay a fee. It's not how it sh- was built to work. Mm-hmm. All of that popped up with, um, I guess, the hype train, if you want to call it that. Right. Because there's a bunch of shit coins, too, that they were doing really good two years ago, and they're either gone now or um, they're still falling down the endless pit to hell <laughs> in terms of price. It's just What's things have happened in the, in the market where I'm unsure of where to go. I'm not really investing anymore, but I'm also not taking anything out. I'm just kind of I'm literally waiting it out at this point really all you could do what about you rob well honestly um you know like i said i mean they've already announced i mean fed now is here um you know and and it's really going to really be coming to effect in july supposedly um so honestly at this point in time i mean i'm just kind of riding everything out you know and i I keep, you know, reading different things about it and, you know, watching video and all this, you know, trying to get as much information as I can about all this. And it just seems like there really is, but you pretty much have to, you have to take it. It's not like how it is now where, you know what, you can go through, oh, you can do PayPal, you can do Venmo, you can invest in Bitcoin, you could do this. No, it's, it's, it's sounding like your credit cards are going to be useless. Um, You know, your debit card is going to be gone and you're going to get this little thing. And I've already seen, I've, you know, there again, don't know how accurate it is, but we'll find out soon, won't we? In, uh, in Virginia. 
they don't like him tonight. So, yeah, I think there will be some bartering going on when uh, the transition over to crypto happens. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's... I, I, I don't know if there's a, like a point to, to push against it if it's going to be happening now. I mean, I'm sure there's been a lot of people fighting against the the CBDC. Um, I would think I would think so, but let's let's be completely honest here. I mean, the fact that it's not being publicized in the sense that everybody knows this is coming, because I guarantee you, nine out of ten people you talk to on the street have no idea it's coming. No, they don't. They don't have any clue. Right, but look at the look at the catchy name, Fed down. Oh, okay. Well, it's a new yeah, currency. That, Why do we need that? You know, what's the origin of that name? Did a bank come up with it, or did our government? Well, they're all one and the same. Uh, they all are hanging out at Jekyll Island 3 and decided to come up with this. Uh... Yeah, but again, even even just remotely, the fact that I mentioned Jekyll Island, most people are going to be like, what the hell is he talking about? It's just, it's a, it's completely amazing that these, I know what you're really talking about. I, we're I know. Different you... level, like this podcast is at a different level right now. If you're understanding what we're talking about, then then good. If you don't, yeah. then go look it up. I'm not going to spend the history course on it, but you know, <clears throat> the fact that they've done this in the past, and here now we are, a little over a century later, and yet they're doing something new. Well, what would be an alternative? I mean, besides <laughs> Bitcoin and the original use which was to, to replace the fiat well I'll, I'll throw this out as a thought do you remember about 20 years ago there was this idea of changing currencies around the world so like the euro was effectively like the first start so instead of having every European country having its own thing you have the euro where you can use this currency yeah across see, the I would have alternative coins from mm-hmm. different countries. The the one thing that Bitcoin makes me uneasy about is that it it can double as the CBDC. Mm-hmm. And well, the the mystery around who developed who designed uh, blockchain and who. Uh, like it's anonymous. Nobody knows who created Bitcoin, so it's just running. It could have been created by our government. It probably was, which probably. is kind of scary to think about. So, I mean, I'm not too far off when I assume that Bitcoin can become a worldwide currency that like is the standard at some point. But it's only there's only 21 million Bitcoin. People are going to be dealing with fractions of fractions of Bitcoin if it reaches up to a million plus per coin. Well, I think you'd have to sell it to the general public would be the the first step, right? I mean, because if you only have X amount of people using it now, it's if you're them, the bankers, let's just say, or the government, and you say, yeah, I want everyone to transition over, you have to sell this idea. What I was going to touch base on was before, like with the euro, if you look into it about 20 years ago, they had this whole, there was the America 
and it was a standard currency for just North America. So the Canada, United States, and Mexico were all going to have the same currency. So if you traveled to any of those countries, it was the same thing. And somehow, like, the cat got out of the bag, and it just kind of went, went, like, went away. It's really weird how it went away. But you could still see the, the images of this. I mean, they, they had the production of how it was all going to look. The whole new currency. Yeah. That kind of reminds me of the euro. But that actually went through. Right. And that was about that time. It was like the euro came out first. And then they were going to... Okay. Now, this this is going back a while, but... So it was, there was it, some stuff. It's my understanding, currently, that pretty much every country that tried to develop their own currency has had war brought upon them by the central banks. Yeah. And um, there are several examples of that in history. Just um, the audience can go look that up. But uh, yep. one of the most recent ones, I think, was Gaddafi. That's the last one that I remember. Because he was talking about making the country independent. And um, <laughs> with what's going on in the Middle East, too, with them moving, the, the pe- moving away from the petrodollar, like... <laughs> That should be talked about 24-7 in the news. If the news were to be functioning the way that we believe the news should be functioning. Mm-hmm. Well, which it's really they, frustrating, they actually. My whole... So the thing I was thinking about uh, last night, actually, was... I know there's going to be... A tipping point with the fiat with the u.s dollar we're constantly facing inflation prices can come down a little bit but like look at the gas prices they just went up to like 439 over here 529 in chicago okay it's five dollars and 29 cents a gallon we're not going back to 60 cents a gallon anymore but the reason why is because the federal reserve keeps printing money and it has nothing to do with our federal government and there's no reserve there's nothing backing what they're printing and every time they print more it just devalues what's already out there there's nothing that can fix that they can burn a bunch of old bills but that, that with the rate that they're You've seen some of these graphs from like the there's graphs I've looked at for like a span of like the past 10 years. It's mostly flat graph until you get to 2020. 2020 to 2023, that like that last 30% of the graph, it just goes vertical. <laughs> and it looks really? like it's not gonna stop. <laughs> no. And that's, the way they've been spending money, like left and right printing new bills. The last three years and adding to the deficit. I mean, so I but I know the first quarter is... of this year they did 1.1 trillion or something like that. So, from the people that studied the markets that I follow, mm-hmm. they're pretty much saying, like, yeah, oh, yeah, I expect it to get a lot worse. And it gave me the impression of like, 
we might see one quarter, aka three months, where the government spends two point two trillion or more. Hell, I wouldn't even be surprised if it goes to four trillion for one three three month span. Because yeah, I wouldn't either. They, they're gonna have to spend more because it is worth less. And it's just it's it's a sticky situation. So here's what I was thinking about last night. People are not gonna want to see their their money disappear. So they're going to have to put it into somewhere. That's where I see one pump of crypto happening at some point. So like during this transition, crypto is going to go insane. And it's going to be probably for a very short time. It could even just be a few hours. Because the way that I saw it operating two years ago, the only way I could describe it is money laundering because the thing people were making hundreds of thousands. Some of them were making millions, like it was nothing. And then putting it into other coins, which would also then compound like hundred X thousand X in profit. And then they'd move on to the next one and keep on going and going and going. And I'm like, how, how can people get away with this? If there's no, you don't have to report anything on it. As long as you're not converting it back into fiat, you're fine. Technically. Right. So do you but think that the government creating a, hmm? the question is, do you think that you're thinking looking at this that they're just literally creating the situation so that they can rectify it with new answers? Order out of chaos. Yes. Well, they want to have a new currency installed and they want it to be a global uh, a, a one world currency okay to go along with their one world well, let me tell you something brother <laughs> I got I got these two two buddies of mine <laughs> you know mind control so you know how like um predictive programming okay this happens in, uh, in in television and film and everything where we're told about what's going to happen before it happens. Yes. <laughs> yes, I know what you mean. And I want to say not even three... Well, maybe it could, could have been longer than three years after, but George Bush Sr., after just several years after he mentioned the New World Order on public TV, national TV... Mm -hmm. <laughs> then the WCW World Championship Wrestling introduces this new the heel faction of a beloved uh, wrestler and uh, athlete Hulk Hogan and uh, mm -hmm. made the term New World Order popular. That's and now every time right. I hear it, it's either I think of wrestling or I think of these bastards that are trying to um, basically keep us in a prison it's, it's yeah you're right every time I do hear New World Order I just I start playing the theme song in my head you know yes what do you think Rob I don't know if he's back on yeah I feel like he dipped out you know he's still on 
yeah, there's been nothing but connectivity issues this whole show, honestly. You know, I was talking about... Uh, I said something like Revolution 2. I was talking uh, about yeah, that before yeah. when we were having interruptions. Yes, that did happen before. <laughs> uh, they're out to get it. I didn't even know we were threats, man. They must fear us. <laughs> well, hopefully he gets that. Maybe it's just... Rob, maybe log out and log back in if you can. Can you hear me now? Yeah. 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 Yeah, there we go. yeah that's weird. Yeah, this uh, like I said, it's this connectivity tonight is it's I don't know what's going on. It's crazy. Wow. I'd um, like to hear Rob's side of what we just <laughs> talked about. Yes. I, I missed like half because it was just it kept cutting in and out and I'm like okay maybe if I move the phone over here it'll kind of and then maybe it'll, it'll so I, I I got bits and pieces. So, all right, so essentially, no. So what it was was we we're talking about the current financial situation about changing new currency. Oh, okay. And then he was talking about how there, there's a term for it where they they put it out in front of you. Like they're going to do something and then it's like this kind of sticks, you know, it's like they're doing shit in front of you and you predictive programming. Thank you. Uh, and that's um, where you got the ruckling from. Okay. Um, Which is true. The, they did. The, the th- I think one of the things that concerns me, you know, not just being a business owner, but just as, a, as an American citizen is that, you know, when this kicks in, however it happens, and I'm pretty sure it's not going to be, uh, you know, it's not going to be nice and quiet and easy. There's going to be some issues with it. It's going to be, you know, I mean, same government that decides, hey, let's do national health care. And then the website crashes on the first day. So you can't tell me there's going to be some problems. Easily. Yeah, like, will this um, whatever elite that's controlling our government right now are they going to let all of these businesses lose all of this money in the stock market like i i don't understand how the collapse is going to go forward i guess i'm asking if uh you guys see a different do do you do you think it's going to be over a long period of time or do you think this is going to be short and quick and it's going to be very chaotic Um, I'm going to say, I think it's going to be chaotic. I I just don't see how it's not going to be. I think that it's going to be chaotic in the sense of, okay, you're going to roll out this new thing. People are going to be afraid because it's something very new and especially about money. But I think what they're going to try and do is they're going to try to create a scenario where Again, order out of chaos. They're going to create a chaotic situation and then come up with the magic answer and say, hey, see, we were right all along. And then the transition goes in. So I think up front, I think it's going to be like COVID. I think it's going to be like like how it was when COVID started. Everyone had no clue what was going to go on. People were in the grocery store buying toilet paper that was going to last them for the next 30 years. And they were prepared to live in their house for the next 40. Yeah. Now look. Three years later, we're back to normal. But remember, they allowed us the image of what's 
normal because everyone was so quick to just say, okay, we're going to go with what you tell us. It'd be the same thing. Yeah, I don't even know what what is normal now. I'm not hip with the times. Yeah, I don't even know. Um, I had this I had this talk with my wife. I said I feel like ever since COVID three years ago, we transitioned into this weird paradox or another dimension, and like ninety percent of the population is just stuck there. Well, they're trying to make us a godless society. Oh, they're... And the government's actually trying to take the role of God. Yes. So, they want you to worship them. It's actually... No, they created a new religion, too. Oh, they did. The Covidians. Oh. (laughs) Oh, man. 60, double mask, triple boosted. Triple boosted, yeah. You guys know what, what communism is, right? Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was going to bring it up, Rob. It's. I mean, it is literally like that, and, it, and it's and, it, and it's all tied together. Just just think of when you think of just think of about communism, okay? Think about current countries that are communist, okay? What are they doing now, and what is in the works for our country? Hello, one currency. Right. Um, you know, no more religion anywhere you have to rely on the government for everything mm-hmm. taxes up the wazoo you are not allowed to own anything you'll Thank have you uh uh you know uh facial recognition software bio- no you got cut off again rob i'll pick up while you're muted so uh <laughs> yeah there's going to be a lot of – it actually scares me that um, there's a majority voting base right now here where I'm at in Niles yep. that like the idea of being taxed more. I just don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to give more money to really what turns into like a – like a community trust fund or a slush fund, actually, not a trust fund. Well, I just don't understand these people, like you just said. They're the candidates openly admit they're going to tax you more, and these people still vote for them. It's like I don't know if they just have this like Stockholm well, syndrome, whether just yeah, what think I learned work. with this election, I learned that the liberals will try their best to instill fear into the voters and to get the message across that their fears will be relieved if they vote for them. Okay. It's very simple. It's very effective. But it makes the opponents look like assholes. But the, if, if the opponents aren't attacking back with that stuff I thought that would speak more like I thought more voters would tune into that well but, you know you're they all something be... up. yeah go go ahead go ahead I was just going to repeat what I already said <laughs> that what it's going to say was you know I, I read a comment and it was from they, they obviously were liberal and they were saying 
it was something to do with that whole situation with Trump right now, with that uh, Manhattan. Yeah. Okay, so I guess somebody put a threat at him or whatever. Anyways, they said, oh, this is a tactic by the right, like always. And somebody was in a comment section, and you'll see where I'm going with this, saying, oh, that's something that the right always does. And if you look at, I, I just want to point this out as a historical content. Maybe you guys could pinpoint a lot more than me, but historically speaking, if you want to talk about revolts or you want to talk about like um, rebellions or violence per se, rioting and stuff like that, isn't it always leftist around the world? It, at least in the last 100 years, it's always a leftist group doing it. I, I can't name a right group that did. Yeah. You know, I mean, and it's, it's, Oh, Rob, you're cut out again. <laughs> he needs to go to another section of the house. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Brandon's after him. Yeah. Right. Can you hear me now? Yeah. I mean, okay. Okay, go ahead. What was the... Uh... Ayla? All right, Steve. Oh, crap. All right. Is there any right-wing groups in the last hundred years, or historically speaking, that you can think of off the top of your head that revolt like crazy, insinuate violence, and all this other stuff? I'll, and I'll take this, Rob. Rob's back on. We'll go roundabout. Can you name? Can you name one? And I really don't know the answer to this, so I'm just seeing maybe if you guys do. Name, Open name, name what? Name, okay, I'll go back to the original question. The question is, to me, in the last 100 years, it's always leftist groups that are always violent, rebellious, um, insinuating riots or violence against you know political opponents. I never see or hear anything right-wing that has done that in the last 100 years. Now, I'm sure there probably is, but I can't name one off the top of my head because when you start at the top, they're all leftists. So it's like, who's insinuating violence? And why do people keep accepting this? Like Steve talking about, they'll, they'll continuously vote for higher taxes and more regulation and more people just, you know, controlling their lives. But yet yeah. turn around and say, oh, right, this are violent. Uh, there's a meme that I like to share a lot. It's this. It's from a movie... Um, about this Chinese businessman that buys this land in ha- in Africa, and he has these um, the the people that live mm-hmm. there working for him with uh, like doing a bunch of physical labor work, and they don't listen to him, and he's getting he's getting basically like frustrated at near the end of the movie. But the the gif that I like sharing is him talking to the camera. Cause this, this is a documentary okay. and he's like, it's also very tiresome. <laughs> <laughs> and he's talking about like trying to get the guys to work. <laughs> and they won't. <laughs> yeah. Cause like once he like leaves the work site, then they just like start farting around and stuff. <laughs> but, uh, but I... Yeah. I don't but know I why. Think... 
Oh yeah, it's also very tiresome. All this stuff, all this political stuff lately, it's just been tiresome. So I really haven't been putting too much energy into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, besides the election for the library, um, I do some scrolling on Twitter and Facebook. There's just stuff from my friends and that's it. I can't engage anymore. Like you were talking about earlier in the comment section. I can't look at that stuff and read through it anymore. I just kind of move. If I start seeing people fighting in there. Oh yeah. I avoid that shit. I avoid that shit. It's like, you know, everyone's going to have their own opinion on it, but it just feels like it's not really, really helping. And again, it's like, I've just come to realize that if, if it's anything to do with the left, just you know how it's going to go, so I don't bother. I used to try to convince others online my point of view, and I've come to the realization that it's very um, low success rate with that. It's so, futile. Yes. Yeah. Right. So my energy is better spent doing other stuff. <laughs> no, it's, that's agreeable. It really is. Because at the end of the day, you're just wasting your own energy. You can't convince them. No. But... You know, I tried doing so. Like, there were there was this bigger local Facebook group a few years ago that I was in. And it's still around, but I got kicked out pretty early on for um, being vocal about my conservative views. Oh, boy. So they kicked a bunch of people out that were also doing that. And um, I had made my own spinoff group as a joke at first. And it turned out now it's at 450 members in that group. <clears throat> but uh yeah most of those people in the group they're mostly conservative and the reason being is because i had to kick out the liberals because they kept getting into fights with the other members in the comment section so i tried to be inclusive and they can say the how like oh I got, he kicked me out while they were first of all they were not being nice and I mean that basically don't cause trouble, but you get your point across and don't start attacking the members like personally. I mean, yep. it's not that much to ask. I think the only, the only other rule I had that was like official is to not report anything because we don't want the group to go into um, what purgatory and get locked down and, Right, deleted and whatever. So if anybody reports anything, I I remove them from the group. I block them, and they can't get back in. That's unfortunate. I used to let everybody join. Now everybody yeah. that they have to be invited, and it needs to be a friend, in in order for you to invite them. Mm. But uh, it's better that way. It's a safer community for us to no it's true share but ideas. you know but you start isolating though too 
you know, it becomes tribalism. Yeah. But I think so we don't spend too much. The way I see it, it's like, it's a quick browse. If you, if you go on, like, let's say once a week, let's say you don't use social media that much. The group's cool to go look at and just browse through for like 10, 20 minutes. And you get Mm -hmm. a bunch of memes, you get some other stuff, you get some local news. But, um, yeah, I don't really see the group growing any more than where it's at now. I'd rather just try to keep this one going or start something new. I, I was actually thinking of doing a sub stack. So we'll see if I end up doing that. <laughs> gotcha. Rob, are you back on? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you. So what do you um, want to – you could – You've had some issues tonight. What do you want to bring up? I know you were sending me a bunch of stuff earlier from around the world. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, you know, with everything going on, um, you know, it's no wonder why, you know, and we were talking about this earlier today, like, you know, our wives, you know, they don't like anything unhappy. You know, they yep. don't want to hear about current events. They don't want to hear, if it's not positive, they don't want to hear about it. And it's like, this shit kind of affects us all. Why don't you want to at least know about it? And that's the kind of mentality, and that's why, you know, why isn't this whole – why aren't people making a big deal out of the big deal things? Why are we worried about, you know, did Trump really sleep with a porn star eight years ago? Who cares what the man did? I don't give a shit. You know? Exactly. I mean, nobody cares. You know, and why is it – You know, the, you know this past the election here locally – Sorry. I didn't mean yeah. to talk over you, man. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Finish your statement, Rob. But then Steve can go. Did he cut out again? Okay, go ahead, Steve. (laughs) This last political cycle. Yeah, there was a guy, one of our opponents, that had a bad rap, bad history sheet. Mm-hmm. Um, convicted criminal spent time in jail <laughs> so um, that was publicized the voters didn't care they voted him in <laughs> <laughs> so with people talking about Trump being oh did you hear about the porn star thing he's, he's indicted they were arresting him no one gives a shit all those people that support Trump they don't give they don't care for the most part, no, it doesn't. I mean, they yeah. already spent what 2018, like from summer all the way through the winter, with this, with the other court case with the same woman. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at it this way they act like we should care. We don't care. We don't no. care what he did. Okay. That's between him and his wife and the supposed porn star. But it's funny. That trains are falling off the rails, literally. Yep. yep. Our infrastructure's crumbling. Yep. Everybody's getting poorer. Yep. There will be no middle class if we continue the rate that we're going. And who knows how fast or how slow that'll happen. It don't feel like we have one now, so. Take it a step further. 
you we can look at the situation and the the way they they make things. <laughs> Go look at the whole situation with Bud Light right now. They created a situation that didn't need to warrant it. They no. knew exactly what they were going to do. They knew that doing that was going to create divisiveness amongst the people. Yeah. And that's that's what it did. And you're sitting there talking, we don't care what Trump did. Okay, We don't care. And it's the same thing about the Dylan, Mulvaney. We don't care what he does. You're forcing these issues under the general public where people are just rejecting them because we don't care. Yeah, so um, my Twitter feed, there's two columns now on Twitter. One of them says, for you, and the, and the one on the right side says, following. Mm-hmm. It took me a while to realize that the for you page is the default, and it's showing suggestions. And all it kept showing was the BS with Bud Light. Just nonsense. <laughs> like, I was sick of mm-hmm. looking at it. I'm like, why is it continually popping up? It's because it was on the for you, because it was a, a recommendation feed. Right. And I'm like, ah, oh. like, I'm, I was so happy I figured that out. And I switched over See, to the for you page. And then finally, I'm getting like that. Do- daily dose of like news updates that I want. Mm-hmm. Rob, are you on? Yeah. How do you feel about the Bud Light situation? I know it's well, a beer drinker. You know, here's here's the thing: is that the majority of people in this country, we don't give a shit about transgender. We don't. We don't care if you sit down to pee or stand up. That's not the issue. The issue is when you want to have drag shows in front of children. You want to put half. Dancing, jumping around. You want to put reading material, you know, much grooming small children in the school library. Mm-hmm. And that's so. How dare but, you insult you know, the LBGT community? <laughs> yeah. You evil demonic person. Go back it. to hell to Satan where you belong. I don't have a lot of gay friends. <laughs> I've got I've got a few gay friends. I've got family that. <laughs> did he get cut off again? I think he did. I'm, I gotta ask him what he's using there, man. They don't want you admitting you're friends with any of these people. <laughs> They're trying to become a second class of citizens. No, can you hear me? Yeah, Rob. I think that the government is on to you. They don't want you to speak to us this evening. Can you hear they me already all? know what I. <laughs> <laughs> they already know that. <laughs> Who said that? They're anxious for me to speak publicly about what I'm saying now. <laughs> Can you hear me? Give it a year and a half or so. Yeah, I got you. Bro. And I'll be at a public. Con- I'll, I'll have a meeting video up online and everything. I'll share yeah, the hell please. out of it. I don't care. Absolutely. All right, Rob, go ahead. Get to the, the story. Yes. All right. Finish this, your story there with the yeah, Rob. Okay. We hear you. As far as the whole Bud Light thing goes, it's like I said. It yeah, I can, yeah, I can hear you. Uh, the whole you know, look at me. It's all it's an affront to, to women. You know, you're gonna say this mm-hmm. is what a woman looks like, but 
exactly describe or classify what a woman is, but a guy in a dress. Wait, what? You know, or of transgender women that are in public restrooms. There's little kids walking in. They've got a video. Like, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's okay. But but don't you dare let somebody go out and, and purchase a firearm. Whoa. Man. Brandon's not happy with him tonight. Mm. Anyways. Well, I, you know, speaking of until Rob comes back, I don't know what's going on. It ain't it. it it's got to be his connection. So I just, I'm fine. I still think it's the feds. Oh. <laughs> Easily. Easily the feds. We know it. Come on, I'm talking with people in Hollywood that are like mm-hmm. Jason Bourne type of characters. <laughs> Not going around killing people, but like. Fucking super uh, spy shit, man. Like James, Bo- James Bond stick going on here. Yeah, James Bond. Oh, he's back. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Uh, that was the point. My point, point is. You know, this sucks. The, yeah, did you know there's a new watch list now? With the, uh, the FBI and the Department of Justice? Yeah. Do you hear about the latest no. one? Oh, no, this is good. So if you're a Catholic, decide that you want to go to a, a Latin mass, you're going to be put on a watch list because you are then for deemed a white supremacist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the best part is hey, they um, apparently had they had uh, dozens of undercover agents infiltrate uh, Catholic churches all across America, and it was somehow they they deemed that well if you want a Latin Mass you you must be a white supremacist. So we're we're I think at like a a crossroads here, where the trans community want to be treated as um, a special group or race of people mm-hmm. and then we also have every other race wanting to be uh supremacists except for whites of course only the so white people is this, that thing. The, I, I really see the the hypocrisy being pointed out with all of the the racial power stuff um, is good. I wouldn't be surprised if it's done live on on nationally broadcast television, where all this stuff's called out. Maybe not all of it, but um, some of this stuff is just kind of like the the illusion is broken by it being spoken on live TV. I got what you're saying. You know, it's amazing. Like, it, in my 42 years on this fucked up planet, and really in the last 10, is it got to this point. Everything before that, it was never like this. So it's like, when the hell did the dial get turned up from like two to like eight, nine? There was so much to look forward to 20 years ago. In yeah. 2003? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely. Guys, was the limit, right? 
<laughs> yeah, that's, I mean. Make sure yeah. you finish school and study to go to college so that you can get a good job. That sounds like a good plan. Just sign here bullshit. and here and here and here and here. You have to pay this back, remember? Okay, just uh, making sure you know that. You have, you have to pay this back. This is a student loan. Mm-hmm. But you need hey, to Rob. get a good job. So go ahead and uh, pay up. <laughs> Keep paying. Yeah. Hey, hey, Rob, how's our automotive degrees working for us these days? Is he there? Ah, oh, come on. I like, that was a good one. It's like our fiat dollar right now. Worthless. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> the whole situation. Yeah, it's just like you said, 20 years ago, man, it was like sky's the limit, man. It was like, okay, yeah, you came off 9-11. Yeah, it was the Iraq War. Okay. There was so, some shenanigans. Let's say that um, laws are put into place against white people, okay? Let's, oh, say that's com- let's say that's coming down the road. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> wow. Well it, well, it does feel like we have it's gone com- It's gone. A little bit. Well, it feels like you've gone backwards. I mean, you have well, you have to talk about reparations right now. So, so oh, here's what I was going to say. Here's what I was going to say. You get rid of the people that are keeping the infrastructure together, and these communities are going to look like Detroit nationwide, mm-hmm. where you have houses literally crumbling within three to five years. Yeah, I can see that. No, no law, no police. People walking in the middle of a fucking street at two in the morning, <laughs> but not just one, like a, a group of fifteen of them, and they're all congregating by like the lampposts and shit. I don't want that future for all the suburbs and everything, but that's what it seems like it's gonna end up being at some point. If I mean. People that can't afford all the taxes increasing are moving out. And the mm-hmm. people that, that still can't afford to move out are taking the the brunt of all of that. Right. So the people that remain end up having to pay two, three, four, ten times as much. And I don't know how that's going to resolve itself. The pensions are like a black hole in Illinois. <laughs> I don't know how you solve that. Yeah, just throw money at it. Yeah, raise taxes. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> it's all they've been doing. They'll continue to do that. Niles tried to raise the property tax by 88%. They settled at 60-something percent. Like six, Let's say 62%, okay? All right. So they called that difference an abatement that they're paying. So, like... Money they haven't even taken from the taxpayers yet, they're saying they're giving back to them. <laughs> because they said they were going to take more than what they ended up taking. <laughs> like, that's the kind of politics that's going on here. It's like, oh, oh yeah. no, no, no. See, we're we're saving you money over here. We're, we abated this much in tax. Yeah, but you raised all the taxes over on this side. 
evens up <laughs> for them. And then if so you complain have... to anybody about it, oh, the, there's so many high taxes. Well, okay, try to start lowering taxes. You got to start somewhere. Okay. What's, the... What's a good place that's a re real small that, that you can try to start cutting taxes at? It's a $10 million budget uh, year library would be a good start. Where they had every employee working through COVID from home, full time. All hours, no cutbacks. Yeah, I'd say there's some waste there going on. But that's just my opinion. I haven't seen all the the details, which I would have seen if I got elected. So yeah, maybe well, I'll try I mean, again in two years. Maybe it'll be in this state. Maybe it'll be somewhere else. I really right. don't know at this point. Rob, are you back? Yeah. Damn. Thanks for being so patient and letting me talk. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying. I'm not that all difficult. Right. Come on, guys. Yeah. It's all right. All right. So, Rob, where were we at with you? Can you hear me? Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I just got to ask, man. I mean, you got, did you check outside your house? Is there a van out front pointing no. at your, no, not like an ET? No. 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 I, I already know I'm on several watch lists already. I know that for a fact. Well, you're, yeah. I'm on more watch lists than you are. <laughs> I don't think so. I'll put it to you like this. I'll put it to you like this. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. I, I told yeah. Jamie Prisker to go fuck himself. So. No. I'm not allowed in Canada. I'm also not allowed to move my board card. Oh, I'm man. A, you can not... fix this in post, right, Jeremy? Just bleep What's me that? out. Just bleep oh, yeah, me I'll out in post. Okay. <laughs> Hey, I was down in Springfield. I tried yelling at all of them for all of us, okay? <laughs> so, it was that. You know, I thought I saw Tony Preckwinkle at a Jewel Osco here last week at night. Did you? She, I thought she walked right past me. Uh, and another thought I had was just sucker punching her right in her face and being like, <laughs> give me my metal detecting back in Cook County Forest Preserves, bitch. <laughs> Isn't it so nice that we have such a high esteem for our representatives? Oh, yeah. Well, when you have unlimited money supply and you have a, um, a political party that's backing you in everything you do and doesn't matter what the, um, I guess, the opposition does mm -hmm. because of money, then... Uh, yeah, I don't feel bad scrutinizing people like that. No, I don't either. Hey, Rob, do you still think we should have a new third party? What's that? A new third party. Uh, there's no point. No? No, there's no point. It's like asking, hey, let's start up a new car company. Look what happened to poor Mr. Tucker. 
yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> There's no point. You know, it's like when people say, I'm not a Democrat, I'm not a Republican, I'm a Libertarian. Oh, you like to throw away your vote too, huh? It's just a different way of yep. pissing away the same thing. You know, you're not red, you're not blue, you're in the middle, you're pissing away differently. That's all it is. You know, it used to be if you didn't vote, you're 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 not helping, you're not contributing at all. Now it's like, okay, you voted. Does it matter? Because anybody with half a clue to help actually run this country properly isn't getting elected. So, yeah. I I feel like there was are. the it goes goes back further than that. It's not even the right people aren't getting elected. It's we can't seem to get halfway decent people nominated. I mean, fuck, when was the last time we had a halfway decent president? What, JFK? Roosevelt? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it, I know it hasn't been in my lifetime. Reagan, maybe? I, I don't know. I mean, it's just, I, I'm 40, I'm almost 43. We haven't had a halfway decent president that I can remember. Every president has fucked up something pretty major at some point that you kind of go, really, I would have went the other way with that. But uh, what do I know? I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not a politician. Well, I mean, here's, here's my thing. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, but the TV told me that Brandon, I mean, uh, Joe is the best president we ever had because he got 83 billion votes or something. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're never wrong, right? Right. Mm. I mean, we could look. I mean, it's fun. We you could, you we hear could, some uh, wild stories over there, Jeremy. <laughs> I do, man. CNN told me the truth. I mean, you know, they don't lie, right? They don't. They tell it like they said. It's right in their name. Most trusted source in news. <laughs> I gotta check the dictionary and see if they change the definition of trust. <laughs> You know, okay, so I want to mention another thing uh, about the uh, campaign I just had. Mm. During the debates uh, that was hosted by the local newspaper, which I despise, they brought up a question about um, this this policy that the board currently has in place because they also despise the newspaper (laughs) where they're, they're forcing the newspaper to FOIA request any questions that they have for board members. (laughs) And uh, it's really ridiculous. It's making people jump through hoops to get information. So I don't really agree with that practice, but it's happening. So the question was, would I do anything to change it? To like give easier access to the newspapers with the public officials and finding out like the scoop and stuff. And my answer was, well, there needs to be trustworthiness between the media and the representatives. <laughs> and yeah. and I, I, I said that that's my answer. Like it, it, as simple as that. It's, um, it's something where I've experienced being thrown under the bus by this, local newspaper so many times over the past now nine years mm-hmm. where I, I'm not surprised by these people now so instead of giving like a, a nasty answer I gave more of a neutral like that I mean that's the reality of it I if I can't trust them why would I want to talk to them right 
I mean, I get it. I don't. That's why I don't talk to my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust her either. So yeah, I get it. And you're this like state-renowned new local newspaper. You got all these awards, and I don't know if like they vote for it themselves, and that's how they win them, <laughs> probably. But uh, I mean, you got one reporter going around, running around, chasing the public works trucks, and seeing what's going on at the library and the park district. Like you got one guy going around doing all that stuff. Hey, you know what? I was thinking. Tell you know. You guys think this is a good idea? Remember when Bud Light used to have the real meta genius? I'm thinking about yeah. having like some type of like basic award, just you know, for your commoner, like the car wash guy, <laughs> real car wash guy. Like you said, to give if everyone can give their own awards, why can't normal people just give out our own awards? You know? I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Mark, Mark Dice was talking about it, so I figured, what the hell? I'm kind of traumatized by Budweiser this week. Oh, well, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to go away anytime. You see, soon. because we're being forced to witness mental illness mm-hmm. in its most um, vulnerable form. And part of that's craving attention. Like, these people, like this person that got sponsored for Bud Light, they -hmm. they should not be put on a pedestal like this. Mm -mm. And plus, it's also mocking Audrey Hepburn, which I considered an icon of Hollywood. So. that's And that's the thing. Uh... they, They are literally wearing a costume. Yeah. Now, also, on the other hand, we wear uniforms because we're paying respect to the dead. But this yes, person on the Bud Light can, they're mo- they're imitating and mocking. So, Right, that's not a sign of respect. I mean, you don't see me showing up. I mean, we, we wear fezes in our unit for the Civil War reenacting. But you don't see me showing up with a fuzzy blanket and a, a tin lamp. You don't see me there with a with a <laughs> with a little monkey, like in Aladdin. Like, come yeah, on! You're not... Yeah, you're not farming it up. That's what you're saying. <laughs> no, no, but it's like you said, it's, it's respectful. These people. There, are there's a title for for the episode: Budweiser farming it up. <laughs> Budweiser farms. <laughs> Rob, are you on? Budweiser Farms. <laughs> I love it. I'm gonna, yeah, okay. I, you know what? I'll do it. I'll name it the or the Farms. Budweiser Farms. And and so if anyone doesn't know, oh, I don't even know how we could define Farms to those people who don't a know fake. what that is. A fake. Fake. <laughs> it's a fake. It's perfect. Fits right in with the discussion. It does. And you know, I was just thinking. I don't think I've actually run across a true farm in our hobby. No, just one that just clearly doesn't care. No. <laughs> yeah, not not the yeah, not the farms that like we're told exist. I haven't seen one yet, so. Mm-mm. <laughs> fakes, the fakes. I mean, I've seen pictures, but I mean, 
not in person. At least not no. yet. I guess we'll see well, once I head out east. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh... you get that one spectator that's just wearing what he thinks is correct. <laughs> hey, I told it was. If they had blue jeans, they'd wear them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that could be a whole new topic also. Barbism. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Rob. Rob, are you on? Hello? Rob. Yeah. Yeah, you're like popping in and out. Ugh. Ridiculous. Where are you at in your house? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, you hear him, right? Mm-hmm. I I heard him. You heard him? Yeah, I was trying to give him the floor. He's got, he had this, all the stuff he was sending me earlier. It was really fascinating. I'm like, oh, yeah, this would be great for tonight. And it's like, he's had nothing but issues tonight. Damn. You know what I should do? We should just get a studio. Oh. <laughs> I, just, I, I want to, I agree with that. I want to do that. Well, I mean, look, if it ever came a full time job, I'd absolutely do it. Like, you know, like Joe Rogan's got a studio or uh, Tim Pool's got a studio, except we can't, we can't have Ye come over. Well, they didn't leave start at those studios. They started like this. So. Yes. yes, they did. But it would be a nice concept, I mean, to have a studio podcast. Rob, you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. There we go. Oh, Rob, boy. because of you, we're going to have to get a studio now. I think okay. that's, a, that's a win. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I could quit my day job. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, it's a dream, you know. Well, I mean, you know, I don't really feel like talking to those people every day. Anyways. Um, well, how about this? With my film studio, I want to get... Um, if that... Or when that happens, I'll put a, a radio booth in there. There you um, go. That can be a spot to podcast. Rob, what was that video you sent me earlier? I know I'm trying to get you as much in here, but you keep popping it out. I get it. What was that video with the Canadian representative today? And he's gone again. Oh, man. <sighs> I have to head out. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say that, yeah, it didn't go. It didn't go way I planned <laughs> at all. Rob, are you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, you're cutting in and out all the time. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you finish with the show because it's more than an hour and a half and this is not and he's gone again. <laughs> oh okay. Steve, you can finish it up. What do you got? Um I guess to wrap up I, I'd say um we just need to keep our heads up and keep planning for uh what's ahead which is um a very difficult time but if we're prepared we're gonna weather it out and um 
one of the things I'm doing is stocking up on sardines. Just getting one thing of sardines every time I'm at the store. And, uh, yeah, just be prepared. And if you're looking for a place to put your um, hard-earned finances into, look into hard assets, physical assets. That's probably the best thing I can say right now because I don't know what crypto is doing. And I'd only recommend getting into crypto if, uh, I mean, if you're able to keep up with our conversation, I'd I'd say get into it as soon as you can. But don't go all in. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Right. All right, well, I'm going to let you head out because I know you got plans. Well, we're going to have to try and schedule something to get this done the way that I wanted. But uh Yeah. It was a little rocky, but it's okay. I think we got we got good topics covered. Yeah, we'll 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 continue something on. So I'll let you go. I'm gonna hit Rob here at the end and uh see if I can get something on him that I wanted to say and now he's gone again. <laughs> okay. Well we're just gonna re- we'll Well this was fun. Uh I'm gonna blame the NSA on this one. Like I usually always do is blame some one of the alphabet uh, legions that this government has more security forces than the Nazis ever had or wished. Just wanted to point that out in the historical content. But uh, yeah, um, yeah. If you haven't subscribed to this channel and all the fun wisdom that we share here, please do. And Steve, I'll let you carry us away. What do you got to end this show? Um, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, and. Uh... Love neighbors as yourself. <laughs> I tell you what, brother, the new world order is gonna run wild on you. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you got that Bitcoin, brother. You don't want that CBDC. It's turning the frogs gay. They've been drinking the Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I will talk to you guys later. All right. Take care. Yep.